0: Why does it take that long to in- involve your playmakers? And that's also where I have to, you know, circle it back to is, like, it feels like every single time he's connecting with Judy or Brand Johnson, he was running away out of the pocket when you don't really need to do that. And that's not what the Broncos need at quarterback. And that's why I just feel like, system, like in our system, he, he's just not what we need right now. And, obviously, we're not going to pick Russ over Sean. So... Welcome back to another episode of the Broncos Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Amir Farrow with my co-host, J-Mac, and Jordan Lopez on another episode. To recap, a very, very disappointing, putrefying, horrifying, dis- ugly, disastrous loss um, to the New England Patriots, who, by the way, 3-11 and tanking in the process of losing football games. And they come into Denver on the road in primetime and end our uh, playoff hopes. It was... A very, very interesting game. Um, offense could not get anything going in the first half. Defense um, just get, kept getting thrown back out on the field. A few, a few players had some of the worst games of the season. Just really, 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 really rough. Um, Jay uh, before we go and break down all the good and the bad, was probably going to be no good to talk about. But all the bad in today's game, um, well, how are you guys feeling?
1: Fuck Christmas. <laughs> Christmas bro. this
0: holiday this holiday don't even hit different man, it doesn't this, even hit the same after the last
1: two years man, just fuck um oh man I'm I, I really don't have no words for what the hell just happened like it's like when the whole world jumps on the bandwagon we shit the bucket like we fucking shit the bucket like James Harden in the goddamn playoffs we just I don't have no words bro just fuck Christmas
2: I mean, I thought it was going to be totally different, but (laughs) it is what it is, I guess. I mean, just unexpected things happen that no one would have thought. And then we get right back into it just to lose it at the very end. Just, man, it is. uh, If anybody's on social media, it is peak Broncos social media right now on every timeline there is. Oh, yeah. I peaked peaked it a little bit during the game. And oh, my God, it was a war zone. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> some, of the, some of the some no, of the tweets now, it, i was it, seeing bro some of that's especially from apollo that
1: man was a wilder bro no apollo has me bro he's had me crying but like bro it's just like man bronco fans they attack every angle like every other bronco fan has a reason why we're losing has a different oh, yeah. different ridiculous take like it's just i go. i think the funniest one i've seen is like somebody said broncos country less ride and it was like the ride and it was a picture of a, of a horse through a windshield. <laughs> that had to be one that had to be one of the funniest ones I've seen. I'm not gonna lie. That one that oh one was hilarious. God, bro. It was a picture of a horse, just like somebody hit a horse. Just was going. Yeah, there. that's
2: crazy. <laughs> oh
0: goodness. It's I mean, it's all warranted. We literally were uh worse than a car wreck today. Like it was it was bad train wreck even worse than that let's let's start talking about why the broncos lost this game starting from the jump i mean the offense just another week where we just look one-dimensional as hell like we do not have any kind of like i'm just gonna go ahead and just throw it out there like russell wilson is holding this offense back so fucking much like excuse me for my profanity but this offense is so one-dimensional limited like you're telling me every for every two plays, we're checking it down at Jalil McLaughlin or Javante Williams or Samaje Piran. Like, why? I've never seen an offense this bad in terms of production, in terms of adva- mm-hmm. being advanced, of being this is horrible with the defense constantly throwing the defense back on the field. Like, this is horrible. This is. At least at least last year it was like you were trying to target different areas of the field. But this year it's like you're just really just constantly forcing one thing that is not working, not working, not working, not working. It, it's really bad. And I wanna say Sean Payton does not deserve um a lot of a lot of flack that I'm seeing a lot of people give him. I do and this that's exactly why I just said I think the quarterback is holding his team back. But also today, man, it's another week where I just can't put it solely on russ like the offensive line had a few plays why it's almost like every time the receivers are getting separation there's the offensive line can't block but when the offensive line can't block russell wilson just doesn't want to look at his receivers or the receivers are just are not getting separation like all three things can never happen at once this team is just like not serious
1: yeah, uh where I want to start is, you know, this was, I thought, was going to be the game where we can actually start getting the offense back. I thought we ended the end the Lions game kind of on a good note. Um, I know sudden went down, but I don't think this is the worst I've seen in the offense. I think last year was, like, really, really bad. Uh I just think this year it's more it, – it's predictable. Last year it was just downright awful. Like, you couldn't get any yards, first downs. But this year I think it's just predictable. Um, We talked about it. A few weeks – I brought it up a few weeks ago. The formations, it's just – everything's predictable. And even Kurt Warner kind of called it out. Like, you can – he literally said, yeah, I see the formation. They're running the football, and everybody everybody knows when we're running the football. And that's what's killing the running game. It's not the fact that guys can't block, or it's not the fact that the running backs aren't good. It's – the defense knows what's coming. So they already have a head start. Guys are already knowing to go at the line of scrimmage. And, yeah, I mean, that's one of my takeaways, but – Just the game in general. The Broncos, Amir hit it on the head. I think Russ is holding us back a little bit. I think the play calling wasn't the best today, but it's kind of – I mean, I just think now we're getting figured out. I think teams are actually putting on the tape and realizing, like, it's a screen, like, Russ throwing at the line of scrimmage, and this – that's just what it is. I don't blame Sean for, you know, like, having Russ throw the ball at the line of scrimmage a lot, but because he's been burning the house down a lot in this game, he – this game, he kind of he tried to clutch up for us, but it was just it was just bad. The offense is it's just predictable. It's not as bad as it was last year. It's just it's really predictable. Um, just runs, no, like you said, the offensive line. It seems like the offensive line plays bad against lesser competition. I don't even know how that's like I, I don't know what's going on. They do well against the Browns, they do kind of well against the Lions, and then they go up against the Patriots and just let Christian Barrymore eat them alive. I just I don't get it. They let um, I can't even think of the guys' names right now. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this game was a game we beat ourselves. Just And it seems like when we let Russ throw the football a little bit more, he made some plays. But all in all, man, without Corlin Sutton and just this had this is the worst game of the season by far. I'm just leaving it at that.
2: I would go back on a bit on the offensive line. I don't think they played a bad game. I, I mean, agree. I think if we look at the game in its totality, there was a lot of plays where you can see Russ had an open pocket yet he was escaping way too early. There's already been a few, uh, screenshots out there. I know that doesn't tell the full story, but just saying that you can see a bit on the screenshots, but still I, I, you can like, I vividly remember a few plays right now off the top of my head that Russ is just escaping the pocket way too early. And that causes a free for all. So. I can see why people may think that the offensive line had a bad game, but at the end of the day, I think it's it's Russ, in my opinion. Sean is doing everything he can to make the offense work. He's been doing it the whole season. Again, I don't think Sean had his best day either, but to a certain extent, the execution needs to be better all around, and I think it starts with Russ. I mean, it's pretty bad when Michael Burton and Lucas Kroll are – your leading receivers at the end of the first half and that's mainly just on checkdowns because Russ is not either he's not looking down the field he's escaping the pocket early it can be a combination of both we don't know until we get the truth from Peyton in the post game or even on film but still I I think it's a combination of both but man I don't think Russ was sharp at all today
0: yeah, the offensive line actually had multiple possessions where you just see Russ have, like, five-plus seconds to throw, it felt like. Like, it's really it's hard to watch. And I think uh, this game pretty much sealed it. I still had a little bit of maybe some faith that Russell Wilson of, like, having just – I was at the point where, like, after the Chargers game where I was like, all right, you know what? I'm just going to be a fan. I'm just going to root for whatever they decide to do. If they keep Russ, I'm just going to root. No, bro, I'm done. Russ, I'm done, bro. I, I I can't I can't I can't do it anymore. I can't root for you. Um it's it's really hard to watch when your offensive line is blocking that well. And when you see a Judy wide running a wide open crosser and you're just spinning back in the pocket for absolutely no damn reason. Like that one play I saw. Oh my god. You guys saw my reaction on the on the watch part. I saw, yeah. I saw. that are you
1: was talking
0: like about the one bad. where uh,
1: he was where um who did Russ throw it to? Was it Brandon Johnson and Judy was wide open on the back end?
0: No, he got sacked
1: he just kept oh. spinning
0: back in the pocket play,
1: i
2: didn't see it yeah don't
0: yeah, worry it was
2: just another play yeah man yeah just, it was just another, another play,
0: play. <laughs> another one of uh 200 plays in the game um just spinning back for no reason no pressure like and even i'm not gonna lie a lot of people are pra- praising him for getting the broncos back in the game which is awesome we almost really could have won that after we played so bad but th- there was literally multiple plays where like he's just running away from no pressure to make plays happen like It's really out. It's really at this point where he can only succeed out of structure, and I don't think that's a sustainable key to success at all long term for the Broncos. I think because of that, you have to move on. You have to move on. You have, if if the Broncos aren't making this thing work right now when he's making only like thirty million, you're really sitting here to tell me it's okay to it's going to get better at fifty million a year. Like it's not even about the money at this point. Like he's genuinely holding back our our offense from doing much much better.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, this wasn't his best game. I was off of it after the Texans game. I still thought that, you know, it was it was pretty bad. Um, seeing it in person and seeing, like, just some of the decisions that he makes. But this game, I don't want to put too much of it on him. He didn't have his best game either. But, I mean, this game was just – it came down to just
0: – Execution.
1: Execution. Yeah, I see you brought it up on your live. It was just terrible execution. I knew one of these games Marvin Mims was going to muff a punt. I Like – I didn't I didn't want it like I didn't want to believe it was gonna happen, but you could just kind of feel like some coming. And then he had the big return and then the muff punt. It just everything went downhill quick. But we we always bring up the middle eight. And it just seems like the Bronx, today was by far gotta be the worst of the year. You go on that you, you missed the field goal yeah. out of halftime, you get the ball back. It was a three and out, right? Yep, yeah. And then you want to talk about turnovers, all the all, all the fumbles. I mean, yeah, I mean, a lot of it, like, it's Russ getting sacked and him dropping the ball, and you got the Javante fumble, but the stuff just kept happening over. and like, It just seemed like another Broncos fumble, another fumble, another fumble here. The muff punt, like, I mean, come on, man. Like, I think this game was a lot about beating ourselves. But I, I was surprised to see a lot of guys, especially on the offensive side, really unmotivated. And this is not the first time I brought that up with certain areas on the team. I mean, guys are out there running with their head down. I mean, Judy is. I mean, I'm. I'm not blaming him for it though. I mean, respectfully, if I was there, Judy, well, I wouldn't have anything to be excited about. They didn't target you for the first three quarters of the game with with Corlin Sutton out. He had zero. Wait, Jordan, you'd probably know. He had zero targets until the fourth quarter, right?
2: He had his. Uh, he was nine minutes away from not getting a single target the whole game for for the first yeah. time in his career. That's actually pretty crazy.
1: Yeah, like come on, man. Like I'm looking at the box score. Like, why aren't we? And even Kurt Warner. Why haven't I seen Jerry Judy? Kurt Warner was really calling the out <laughs> today, and I'm 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 glad he was the one broadcasting this game because a lot of people don't realize it. Like, and he brought it up before the game too. You guys said it, Russ, and his uh not wanting to take any chances down the field, but I just feel like the, the the formations were running wasn't good, and they haven't really been good all year. But it also has to do with you know the lack of talent. Lil Jordan Humphrey and Brandon Johnson. No disrespect to those guys, but they're not always going to win in one on one situations. Like, that's just not what's going to happen. The Patriots ran a lot of man today. Uh, they tried, and we definitely missed Coilin Sutton on the 50-50 balls. But, I mean, I think, I don't think it's any way in hell Russ is going to be here next year. I think it's going to be either a release or we're going to try to trade him to a team. Um, I just think that unless he takes a massive, and when I mean massive, I don't mean an $8 eight million, ten million $10 million. He has, no, nah, he made, like, around the bare minimum $10 million pay cut
0: I for us to
1: stay. Like, I mean, uh, I'm just saying that's the only reason he's that I'm not saying I want him here. Um, that's I see what you're saying. Like, I, I feel like you definitely you gotta you gotta reload and get better talent in the roster, especially at the skill positions. I think wide receiver, tight end, you need more talent there because you can't win on anyone on situations. I mean, people are gonna say what they want to say that you know, Russ. I mean, but I today really, I mean, he couldn't really do much. I mean, the play calling wasn't great, and that's that's a it wasn't great today. I mean, I'm, I'm i said it every week ago. I'm sick and tired of these wide receiver screens. I don't get why Sean Payton continues to call them. It they don't work. They don't work. They on, only call them my, and my, my issue with them is that he's calling them on first down, on first and ten. Stop. It's not gonna work. They're gonna sniff it out. You're either. I saw so many plays today went for negative yards. Stop running Javante Williams out on on the outside. It's not the type of back he is he doesn't have the speed to explode on the outside. Stop doing it. Stop giving, stop making Russ throw the ball behind a line of scrimmage. You see that with all the screens with P Ron today. It just doesn't make any sense. It was bad play calling. I, I'm gonna get that over than just Russ playing bad today. I think the play calling was 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 horrible today. And I've been raving about Sean Payton all season, but today it was just like I don't know what the hell that was.
0: See, can I I, I will say, and I'm probably speaking for Jordan here. I feel like even if we don't call the screens or we're throwing over the middle field, he's still not gonna do shit. Like in my yeah, opinion, but- I think you have to try, but like he's just really just trying to get passes completed, try to do something. Yeah. I know I know it's super c- predictable, but like mm-hmm. Russ is not the guy to like every every drop back just look over the middle field and find plays because he his vision is kind of like blurred with that that's part yeah, but- of the field. I do agree with you though, it's frustrating.
1: Yeah. Uh, real quick, Jordan, but like it's we don't. I'm not saying have to do that, but like, come on, man, on every single run play, we're changing the formation. Like every single run play, they're putting man, hurts little Jordan, Humphrey, Brand Johnson in the game, burden. Like, come on, like you can't be that predictable. Like you can't every single time you run the ball, you're not even running out, or you just anytime like those are the guys. Like, come on, man, anybody can tell it's a run. Like it's it's a run. Like every single time that they're in the game, or it's gonna be a play action pass. Like, it, it just, it, it has to look better. Even though, like, I know Russ isn't going to, yeah, I, he's not going to make any huge plays consistently like that. But, I mean, come on, man. You got to disguise it just a little bit better. Have them respect it just a little bit.
2: So, I think th- this is perfect. So, to J-Mac's point about you brought up 50-50 balls and how we that was a big miss on Sun because he got hurt. And then to Amir's point, just getting the ball completed with these screen passes. <laughs> I want to bring up, Do you think it is a product this season of the offense and mainly Russ of getting bailed out too much off of contested catches by Sutton to the point that we were kind of given a false hope about this offense? Because you saw today that Russ's weapons and the weapons he needs are guys to go up and just get the ball and bail him out. Because when you guys – when we have guys like Marvin Mims and Judy – who is a playmaker on the perimeter and can do stuff in the intermediate game. You can see how their skill set is not at like used properly with Russ because he's afraid to throw it down that range or whatever you want to say. But I don't know if I'm making sense or not, but I think you guys can kind of get where I'm getting at. Like we, and I think Sarah had a great tweet, like Judy, I think touched the ball on both drives that we scored and he was like, Oh, look, uh, Give the ball to Judy and we score eight points. We're going to do it again and we did it. Like it's getting to the point where I found, like, I'm coming to a realization that Russ has been bailed out a lot this year on just contested 50 50 catches by Sutton. And we're not getting the bigger picture on how bad like this offense might truly be just because of Russ not utilizing the other guys properly. Like you can see the type of skill set. Russ needs and what Denver needs in the future. Like it's very opposite yeah, of yeah, what yeah. he's like.
1: Yeah. Um, I agree. I think it's kind of like majority of the time he relies on it, and I think it's a lot of the time where you see him, he's like, especially I don't know what happens to that man in the fourth quarter, but he's really good at checking the ball. I mean, it's just my whole thing is I don't like when we throw behind a line of scrimmage. Like, you bring up a good point with do I think Russ being bailed out, like Yeah, a little bit, but then it's not because he makes other – like some games he's made other plays too, but I just feel like it's not enough. And teams like – well-coached teams, say what you want about New England. Bill Belichick, he hasn't had the best year, but it's still – like he's still one of the most respected coaches around the league. They're going to sniff it out. Like, come on, man. Like, we're going to let Russ beat us, and Sean – I don't know, man. Just to, today, Bo was about the play calling, but throughout the season, I, I think Sutton has made some miraculous catches that may have bailed Russ out. But I think all in all, it's just like it's not working. It's Sean Payton. You know the type of offense likes to run. He you gotta throw it across the middle of the field. Guys are wide open. You've seen it all the time in New Orleans. And like Russ is just an outside guy, or he's gonna throw it to the, it's the sideline, or it's just strictly down the field outside. And it, it's been made to work because the deep it's a lot of factors that's making it work but that's why i say in the future i i I don't think he's gonna be the quarterback here i just don't see sean like saying we're gonna run this thing back unless russ takes a massive pay cut and we reload everywhere amir
2: real quick real quick you talked about how russ extending the like extending the play is not like sustainable for this offense yeah to that point Throwing up 50 50 balls every once in a while and making that our offense is not sus- sustainable either. Like, Mm-mm. that's what our offense has been predicated on. Like, you see other teams like the Lions and all these other great offenses, they get their guys wide open in space and they make the plays. Our offense is just throwing up 50 50 balls and then relying on Russ every once in a while to extend the play and doing one of those crazy, miraculous stuff. And that's not sustainable for a great offense. It, it really isn't. And that's also the downfall of the... Uh, player like a Marvin Mims and Jerry Judy because those guys aren't involved because you're looking for guys more that are 6'5", like Cortland Sutton, a big guy like Lucas Kroll, and, and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I always look back to that play against the Vikings, the game when he touched down to Sutton where Judy's yeah. wide open for the touchdown. If he If Sutton doesn't bail out Russ on that dumb throw – but I'm not gonna lie, it's a dumb throw because you have a wide open touchdown where you just gotta take what the defense gives you. But it looks like such an amazing touchdown because it was ooh, it was a flashy play. Oh, he was rolling out of the pocket. Son made a crazy catch. Like ooh, that's a highlight, real contested catch. Every goes gets posted everywhere, Sports Center, whatever. But at the end of the day. Look at what happened on the two touchdown drives. Was he not like checking it down to Lucas Kroll? Was he not getting those little small completions to to Judy, Brandon Johnson? Like, why can't we see more of that? Why does it have to come to, to garbage time when they're running almost pre defense? Like, it's not pre but you get what I'm getting at. They're yeah, running yeah, a lot yeah. more zone. Like, why does it take that long to inv- involve your playmakers? And that's also where I have to, you know, circle it back to is like, it feels like, Every single time he's connecting with Judy or Brand Johnson, he was running a wave out of the pocket when you don't really need to do that, and that's not what the Broncos need at quarterback, and that's why I just feel like system, like in our system. He, he's just not what we need right now and obviously we're not going to pick Russ over Sean so we got to find someone who can operate this offense and i man i'm i'm excited cuz even though the season's pretty much over at this point i think we can all agree 9-8 it's not going to get us in we I, we have like a 5% chance right now so i'm really excited for uh, these upcoming episodes we're going to talking about uh some quarterbacks we could be targeting for this future starter i'm
1: excited I, I agree with everything you said i think uh like i said i don't think he's going to be the guy here we got to get somebody that can just open the offense. It seems like the offense is, it's not, it's not completely open. It just seems like, like it, I said it forever. Sean has him on a leash and it's pretty obvious. I mean, you're down by you're down, whatever we were down 23 to seven and you're still running the football. Like, I think that pretty much shows you have Z like, I mean, Sean is showing like, but I don't have no confidence in him. I don't believe like, I don't believe he's going to can, can make us the plays necessary to win. And I, I don't care what anybody says. That is true. When, when you're down 23 to seven and you come out, after muffing a punt and they score and your first play is a run, so you have no, like you, it, it's just the confidence isn't there. So I think for sure after the season, we got to look somewhere else. A guy that can definitely open up this offense and get the guys to the, I mean, come on. Mims is, Mims is for real. Like it's, he needs to get involved. He He's for real. I mean, come on now. He, he continues to make plays all over the field. Whenever he's given a chance, we already know about Jerry Judy. It's just, it's criminal what's happening to Jerry Judy. I mean, it's, it, it's honestly criminal, like this. Is it's in uh, sudden, we already know who he is. It's just like Jordan said, the offense it, it got too reliant on sudden making an insane play, and
2: then then as they try to the, continue as soon to he gets get Yeah. Out.
1: and, and then, then it's just the run plays, man. It just you have to, everything's about disguising. You see, 49ers like they don't run out with the same formation every time they run, like certain, like, and if you feel like guys aren't the best at blocking, well, I don't like. You're going to tell the D, you're basically telling the defense, we're going to run the ball right here and just stop us. And it's like every first down is uh, first, you, you get a gain of one, two. Like anytime we go first down, we get a gain of over five. It's like we did something crazy because that's just not going two for 11 on third downs. Average yards to gain is seven, seven, seven yards. Like, come on now. You, you're setting up any quarterback back there for failure unless you're one of the greatest of all time. Just you're setting any guy up for failure for that. So I, I agree. I mean, this loss was terrible. We got to definitely get another quarterback. Cause I, I damn sure ain't choosing Russ over Sean. Hell no, no one. Hell is. no.
2: But yeah, I mean, I think we've all come to that realization that the offense is uh, relied upon. Son making uh, what was it against the Bills? A three point two percent catchable. Pass or whatever. And then him extending the play for 10 seconds and then finding someone open. It's it can't happen. It can't happen in the NFL. Like you could do it in college because Caleb Williams does it a lot at USC, but in the NFL you just can't. You really can't. It's not I mean you can see it firsthand with us. It's not sustainable. And also J Mac, I was told that you can't give Judy the ball even when he's open, even when he's open, because he's just gonna drop it anyway. So, we did that for the first three quarters, and look what
1: happened. It, so, it, 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 to, to me, it, it makes no sense, man. Like, Quillen Sutton is out. Like, th- like that's that's where I fault Sean, man, because it's like – like, I, I, I fault him to a point at that. Like, I'm not saying it's all his fault that Judy isn't getting the ball, but, like, you can tell Russ, throw the fucking ball to 10. Like, that's – you can – he can tell him to throw the ball to 10. Like, he's going to be open, throw the ball to him. And it's like, Judy is literally his last read. We see almost every time Judy got the ball today. Russ scans is like, shit, let me just give it to Judy. Fuck it. Like, that's just, I don't know what it is, man. It's, we we it's, followed, they, they
2: followed the fans' uh, game plan. Just don't throw them the ball and this will probably win. And we were down 23-7, ironically. But, you know.
0: Hey, since we're on the topic of Russ... Hey uh, Jordan, remember what everybody was saying after that Chiefs game when me and you brought up all that uh
2: stuff after the win. Still wrong. Don't dare remember. You're still wrong. I'm just wrong. saying, you're still remember. wrong. You're still me- wrong. It got to a point today. It got to a point tonight. Nah, no, 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 no. I'm just called. saying
1: point today, but 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 I'ma say today, I, I don't put it a hundred percent on him. The play calling was bad, like it was bad today. Like, I look, look, look. I rave Sean all the time, but today was bad. Like, it's – the screen passes, just the – it it just – it wasn't it. Like, to, to today was probably his worst, like, day this year calling the plays. And we still could have won. That's the crazy thing. That's we still could have yeah. won. If Will Lutz makes the field goal and if Marvin Miff doesn't mup the punt, we don't know how the hell this game goes. This game can go – just be – like, this is a game where we beat ourselves. We played our worst football of the year, and we lost about three points.
0: So, but I'm I'm just talking about remember when we told when we were talking about how Russ was really leaving a lot of points on the board and all you guys oh Russ is back Russ is our the quarterback of the future and here we are where everybody on my Instagram was spamming in my live put Jarrett Sidem in the game
1: no hell no I'm still not doing I,
0: that. I'm just, I am just I just think it's hilarious man I just I just think it's I, hilarious. Look, the only, I got like, absolutely shit on for weeks for that
1: I mean I feel like at some point now he's going to come in just because I think the season is fucked. I mean, you never know what's going to happen, but... Um, well, yeah, I, I mean, the last thing
2: you need is Russ getting hurt these last two games, and then you're really stuck with that contract, so... Hey, once we're mathematically eliminated, I do not want
0: to see him in the game. I did, not for personal reasons. I'm just saying, like, for the contract that you bring up.
1: By the way, we we were seven-point favorites in this game. <laughs> Bro, I don't know how we lost this seven game. and a I'm half, to... seven and a half point favorites in this game. The Patriots, this is the goddamn Super Bowl. Bullshit. Well, uh,
0: some other things. I mean, we can't really put it on these guys, but the defense, the entire defensive line needs to be. It feels like majority of the defensive line needs to be rebuilt this offseason. Um, it just feels like so many guys are lackluster. I don't even know what to think about DJ Jones at this point. Like, he has been very lackluster against the run recently. He's not a factor at all in pass, protect, or pass rushing. He did have a, the opening play of the game, which is awesome, which is the best play of the game. Don't get me wrong. That was awesome. But consistently, this defensive line as a group is just lackluster. Zach Allen had some good rushes today. Um, our linebackers were getting just absolutely beat up in the first half. It was really hard to watch, really, really hard to watch. Um, secondary Jaquami Millen, PS2 did not have great games. Um, but I mean, what, like I said, man, offense constantly putting back on the field. What can we really ask of them? But man, it, it felt like we were really just hitting rock bottom whenever I saw PS2 getting beat for 30 yards against Devontae yeah. freaking Parker. Like that's when I was like, all right, yeah, I'm just, I can't believe what I'm saying right now. When the best player on your team is getting beat on, that's when I was like, yeah, this is rough. This is it's and it this stems from a lot of different things it's not just on ps2 or mcmillan or rough game all around guys
1: yeah um i just want to say that was an excellent catch i mean the coverage can't get any really any better if, it, if, if he does anything else they're gonna call pi and um i mean it was just a hell of a play by parker twice i think he got a, two big catches on him too yeah. uh, in this game but i mean both of them one of them was just an, an, an outrageous throw from zappy and the other one, it was a good throw. But, I mean, Pat Pat can't do anything else there. I mean, that was excellent coverage. He's catching that ball on the majority of people in the league. Um, yeah, just the defense, I don't want to put really the blame on them. I mean, they 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 really gave up 19 or however many. I can't – they had 26. You take away the seven from the muff punt. That's how much Thank they gave you, up. Yeah. I mean, they didn't really give up much. Uh, I mean, people were texting me like, "Man, y'all defense getting stomped on." I'm like, "Dude, they gave up. Like, they barely gave up anything today. I mean, if you give up under 20 points, you're supposed to win the game. That's just like, that's just how it's supposed to go. Um, it it was just unfortunate, but I mean, look, the defense been playing really well this season. One, they turned it around. Anybody who's shitting on them, look, they turned it around. They play really well against. They yeah. had a really five, six game stretch where they played at an elite level, arguably the best defense in the league at that level." And today they didn't play bad. They had an off night. I mean, what can you say? I mean, every defense is going to get caught one time, or every defense is going to get caught lacking at some point in the season. They had a five-six week stretch where they weren't caught lacking. They were playing some of the. They were turning the ball over. They were playing at at an elite level. So in today, this today wasn't their fault. I mean, what do you want them to do? The offense. They they give the ball back to the offense and we go fucking three and out. I mean, what like. You can't expect him to get us a stop every single play. Like Pat it, it was an excellent catch from Devontae Parker. But um about the defensive line, I said this the first thing we that we need to do in offseason is go address edge rusher after we deal with quarterback or whatever we do there. But edge rusher needs to be the biggest need. Because look, Jonathan Cooper, and I, I'm not saying these guys are bad, but these guys aren't a these are guys aren't position one pass rushers. They're just not. I mean, Bam Browning is. He's pretty good. But, I mean, we have to be real. Brand Brown has been getting locked up. I mean, it just, it's just it hasn't really been effective. And I, I know we're missing Nick Benito, but the interior, we need more depth. I, th- I think DJ Jones is still good. I mean, I, I think he needs help. He needs a guy beside him who could help him at least. I mean, we don't really have nobody else along. Jonathan Harris, Lord have mercy. Um, I thought we should have cut him in the preseason. Just my, Mike Purcell... Inconsistent. I mean, we just need another solid guy next to him, and we need really an edge rusher. And I'm not saying we need um, a top five guy. Positions like we just need somebody that can, I mean, somebody that can generate some type of pressure. I mean, it's just like you said, it's very inconsistent. Like the only time we get pressure is if we blitz.
2: Our defense again, like the Patriots only had 12 first downs the whole game. They had 12 total first downs, and only one of them was a rushing first down. The other 11 first downs were passing first downs, which I know this might circle back to Russ, but we had 10 passing first downs and the Patriots had 11. That's kind of concerning. Bailey, Zappi, just, again, that's going off subject, but still that's a bit concerning as well. But the defense didn't play bad. I mean, Patriots 3 of 13 on third down. You really can't look at anything. The only thing you can look at is yards per play. The Patriots were at 5.2 compared to us, which is 4.2. There's not much you can ask the yeah. defense to do when the game put on the defense after every three and out. But it sounds like I'm a broken record, but it just circles back to the offense. It, does. it really does. 5.2 yards per play to our 4.2 when their quarterback is Bailey Zappi and they have three guys. Out offensively,
1: no Juju, no Ramondre, like no Hunter Henry. Out. Oh my God, this is a terrible loss. I forgot all about that. Dude, I there's
0: way much. more injuries than in that too. Yeah. And by the way, um, this is another game where the Broncos offense—they uh, they needed three three plus defensive turnovers, and clearly they still yeah. can't do shit.
1: And and um, I just want to—they had fifty nine rushing yards on twenty one rushes. Exactly fifty nine rushing, rushing yards. So like people can say, I mean, bro, they 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 did enough against the run. They did enough. I mean, bro, you like I said, your defense gives up 19 points. You're supposed to win the game, regardless. I I know the Patriots had 26, but if your defense is only giving up 19, man, you know how many? Come on, man. Like that's that's regardless what you want to say. Yeah, PS two got beat. They gave up 19 points as a defense. You're supposed to blow. We're supposed to blow this team out tonight. They're supposed to be not even close, and the offense just stunk it up. I mean, just they, they the Broncos found a way to lose the game. I, I, I'm convinced they they literally found a way to lose this game. I mean, the, was, like I said, beat ourselves. Terrible.
2: The the pass per play was 6.6 6 to 4.6. I mean, that's ridiculous. It really is. It's I, I don't know. It, it's it, it's crazy how all these alarming statistics like people are catching on to them now. But man. I didn't know it was going to be this bad against... I know the Patriots' defense was good, but I just didn't expect Baby Zappi to outperform Russ to this extent.
1: This is a team that scored zero points three weeks ago, by the way. At home. Yeah.
0: This has been an issue for <laughs> weeks now. I, what, what what were we saying? The Broncos rely way too much on those contested catches from Sun, and they rely even more on the defensive takeaways. And That's the story of the game. Yeah, that's the story of the
1: game. Like, they... like. It really seemed like they. The takeaways really, the takeaways really like blew away the the real identity of this team because I'm not gonna lie. Without those takeaways, like ever since the Houston game, that was the game we started not getting as many takeaways. Like the offense just looked a thousand percent different. Like not just confidence wise too. Like like oh shit, D was not getting turnovers, so we really got to go out there and do this. And it just. I mean, candid, we 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 did our own against the Chargers. They their defense is terrible. Um, but I mean, Jesus, this is it. Gave me flashbacks to last year. This gave me flashbacks of like the Hackett season in the offense. But this this is bad.
2: If we're not if we're not plus two on the turnover margin, if we're not getting bailed out by Sun with incredible catches, and if we're not bailed out on Russ extending the play for ten seconds after he snaps the ball. I I don't know where this offense would be at. And that's kind of disappointing because (laughs) we have guys like Judy and Mims who can be utilized somewhere else. And, I mean, I can only imagine if they were in Detroit, how they would be like, or elsewhere. But, again, you can't rely on contested catches. It's not sustainable and the show today, especially today.
0: See, and that's what I'm saying. Like, anybody who still believes Russ is the future, like – when you look at all those circumstances, how can you believe? Like, we're paying him all that money, and he can't make up for any of that. We can, we are barely winning by games, by the way. That five-game win streak, it's now like we are destroying opponents. The only two teams we really destroyed this year are, like, the Chargers and the Browns. Like, other than that, the defense is really winning us games. And the and they Chiefs. Still, the, the Chiefs, though, five takeaways. Five yeah, takeaways, fine. and you only win by 15. That's why that game still pisses me off to this day so many missed throws
2: there's nothing else for me to say man that's how, how much I, how much better are we with joe flacco on this team dude i
0: got asked that so many times today it's actually hilarious i never would you tell me week like 4 that people are like yeah d- down this end of the season joe flacco is going to be outperforming russ and he's going to get the browns into the playoffs <laughs> i would laugh at you bro i would do do we win tonight's game with joe flacco at qb yes
1: it goes yes, – it's yes, more yes, – yes, it's yes, yes. more to it than just that, though. Like
0: a Jordan, like, stir in the
1: pot, baby. Let's go. No, it, it, it's more to it than that because you got to factor in game plans, too. We go out there with the same game plan with Joe Flacco. We aren't fucking close. But it it, it just – I mean, Sean just doesn't trust him. He's not throwing the ball. I mean, yeah, he's missing – like, in some plays he misses guys, but it's a like – come on now, like, we're 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 a run first team. And I've said it since the beginning of the year that we needed to start throwing the ball more. Because if Russ is, like, we all know Russ isn't the guy, but fuck it, let's just let him stink it up. Like, let's let him get himself out of fucking Denver. Like, let's make it set in stone, like, Russ has to fucking go. I'd rather that shit than, like, him just missing throws and we're running the ball and throwing it behind the line of scrimmage. Like, I just, I want to see the answer, like, Fuck. If yeah. he's if he's really if Sean don't trust him, give us a reason to just say all right, but like hundred percent in the offseason, yeah. Russ, man, you you gotta go. Like, I'd rather that than just us like playing around it a little bit, man. Like
2: I mean, if he's doing it in a limited fashion, though, if he's messing up in a limited <laughs> fashion and, and he's just and credit to Champagne, like again, in a limited fashion, and he's also keeping us in the game. I can only imagine yeah. if he's trying to doing it. From the start of the game, yeah. we wouldn't even be in the game at that point.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I'm just saying, like, I'm the type of guy. <laughs> I just want the answer, man. Like, like, just, just show us. But, 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 I agree with what you're saying. I, I think the Houston game, like I said, that was the game yeah. where it gave it, it gave me the answer I needed. Like, yeah, he's got to go. The one game, Sean literally opened the offense. I that was at the game. Sorry, he opened the offense. The playbook was open. I don't know what the I still don't know what happened in that game. I don't know what the hell Russ was was, was seeing. I don't know what the hell he thought, but that was a game for me that I, I was off the rush train. And yeah, I, I don't think he's gonna be and Like I like we said, we said it depended on how the season finished for us. It if, if if we found a way to like go 10 and 8, I mean 10 and 7, and we missed the playoffs, or even if we made the playoffs, we thought he was the guy. Jeez. Losing to New England at home. <laughs> And I don't know how the hell these the next two games that are playing because the Chargers look like they have a whole new different identity in the goddamn Raiders or the Raiders. So I don't know how the rest of the season is going to go, but we'll see. But I, I don't think Russ is going to be the guy here unless he takes a and I mean a when I say a massive pay cut, a massive pay cut. That's the only <laughs> way I see it. I'm not saying um, I want him to stay. I'm just saying that's the only way I see Russ staying is if he takes a massive pay cut.
0: No, oh yeah, I see what you're saying. I yeah th- at that point though it's extremely unlikely and yeah, I think um that. it's become it's become a lot more likely that we're going to get that uh, notification pretty earlier in the off season I'm I'm going to assume today's another also another reason why that whole touchdown interception ratio was completely blown out of proportion like today
1: yeah, they, they if you actually wa-
0: if you actually if you actually watch the game and then you didn't watch the game and you look at <laughs> oh two touchdowns, no interceptions, a high completion percentage, man, it must have not have been his is uh on Russell Wilson. Yay, he had twenty-one touchdowns, only six interceptions through the first I don't know how many weeks. Like the <laughs> I'm just – I'm done with it, bro. If you guys enjoyed today's episode, please make sure you guys subscribe. Um, help us uh, get to 2,000 subscribers. Uh, like, comment down below. What are you guys' thoughts on Russell Wilson's future? Um, is there any believers still out there? I'm curious if there really are. Um, if you're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, uh, leave a follow. Leave a five-star rating. That's big turn notifications on so you never miss an episode we're gonna be going over uh, we're gonna have some really uh, real <laughs> episodes uh, coming up about you know evaluation of p- certain positions especially russell wilson we're gonna talk more about how uh, we can replace that position because um there's definitely um there's not a lot of exciting options out there to say the least so uh, that's kind of like a little uh, preview for that episode um but with that being said i'm your host amir Farah, with my co-host jay mac and jordan to the next one peace out everybody peace out